0: Three rounds of discussion with a 20-minute limit. Introducing first, from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, a.k.a. The Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, a.k.a. The Execution. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. It's episode 82. With that. With the unbreakable spirit. And
1: executioner, Daniel Travoss.
0: Yeah. To think we're 18 away from 100.
1: Damn. Anyway, moving on.
0: Yeah. Three topics. Let's run through them. Topic number one. Should Endeavor make WWE go TV 14? Topic number two. Should win-loss records matter in WWE? Topic number three. Should WWE do better build-ups for PLEs? And speaking of PLEs, oh, we are God. recording this the same day as our previous episode. So we will most likely announce our predictions via our Twitter. Follow us at AT underscore odds underscore pod. But let's jump into topic number one. Which is the me this week. So (laughs) Endeavor, parent company of WWE and UFC. Should they make WWE go TV 14? WWE was Planning to do that to so they didn't have to silence fans, uh, chanting, chance, which dumb reason admittedly. But under the Endeavor umbrella, could TV14 actually work? I, my
1: opinion here, I think, I think with you guys being owned. By Endeavor, who owns UFC, who does a lot more blood and you know, violence.
0: And I, we, we can't forget about the talks of a potential merger between okay yeah. Orchestra Championship and World Wrestling Entertainment. I don't yeah. know why I said their full names, I just wanted to
1: get okay. off my case. I'm not going to get on your case <laughs> anyway, but anyway, <laughs> let me let me just say what I'm gonna say. So, I think that WWE should go down the TV 14 route. And my reason is going to be maybe that if you go down the TV 14 route, that maybe you'll be able to do a lot more shit, a lot more darker shit and pulling deeper storylines with wrestlers that you wouldn't be able to do under the TV, under the PG umbrella.
0: Yeah, and like the peak era, it has had some moments that leaned a little more towards the TV fourteen side. But another reason so. why I,
1: why I think WWE should go, or Endeavor should let WWE go TV fourteen, whatever you prefer, is um maybe that it would also help the heels a lot more. Because, and the reason I'm saying this, is because if you allow, if you go T 14 the heel can do a lot more shit that would actually get people to boo them.
0: Yeah, and keep in mind, uh, the last WWE TV 14 event was SummerSlam, but before that, We had had some other moments, like that backstage crew member walking in on Alexa Bliss without her top on. Or that storyline where Mandy wants to fuck one of the Usobs.
1: I forgot about that one.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh, Until I randomly remembered it. But, okay. Because, look,
1: I honestly... Another reason I think is, look, also, you know, don't go, you know, with, like, all the nude stuff for the women. But also, it would be, like, it would give the women a lot more chance to dive into more deeper stuff instead of just doing the same old shenanigans over and over and over again. Yeah. And now, because, hell, maybe if you go with TV-14, maybe you'll be actually able to help the um, because you, know, ma- you know maybe the you know it will be a lot more genuine and you know you could have I think because and another reason actually another reason why I think you should go is because you'll be able to have see a lot more blood and be a lot more dark with your stories but what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah I feel like the TV4 team would definitely help darker stories like it a Bray Wyatt storyline. Oh, yes. But also, I feel like with TV-14, if you have a comedy act, sort of like if Otis broke away from Chad and went to Maximum Male Models, you could get a little more risque with the humor.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Plus
0: Plus, you could have, you know, like...
1: Plus, you could have just a lot more weirder shit to do with a, you know, you could lean a lot more into the weirder shit.
0: Yeah. It could bring Judgment Day back to their roots. Exactly. Or you could just merge the
1: two ideas. Fuck it. Like a mysterious street game. That honestly sounds kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, but what are your take? What, what else you got to add, my friend?
0: Well, in these next uh, minutes, yeah. 20 seconds. Okay. Like, TV 14 doesn't just mean more Blood and Door, obviously. Yeah. Like, I don't want it to be another Attitude Era or anything. But I feel like if W if it does do that, they just want to they just want Raws, whatever, to compete with AEW or something.
1: Yeah. Uh. Because my final thoughts is if you do go with a if you do go with TV fourteen, you'll be able to have the. T- you'll be able to have the Tribal Chief to do a lot more sick and twisted things.
0: Yeah, you could literally have him, like, whip the Usos or something if they disobey him. Yeah, you could,
1: like, because, yeah, I don't know, like, do do some more darker, sh- I don't know I'm p- but, like, okay, another thing, um, not only, you know, with TV 14, you could have, you know, It couldn't be, you know, the same old sort of um language. You could have them say a lot more me, you know, use stronger language. Like be like, hey, don't you fuck this up for me
0: Yeah. And if you hear all those things I'm getting a bunch of Twitter notifications and it's pissing me off. We'll be right back with topic number two.
1: Hello, everybody, we are back with topic number two. Does WWE wins-loss records actually need to matter in WWE? My honest opinion, yes.
0: Yeah, and of course they keep track internally, but the last time we saw any recollection of a win-loss record actually being used in a storyline... Was a streak, but that's it. Uh, no, actually. Kirk Hawkins. Oh, right! The guy that always lost. Yeah.
1: But, like...
0: Until he won at WrestleMania.
1: Yeah, which is the weirdest. But, yeah, but still, it's just like... The reason why I think WWE should have win-loss records matter is because it gives every single match a purpose. It's not just... Throwing in a random match for no fucking reason, it makes every single match have some sort of stake. Have some sort of purpose. Hell, it actually makes Roman Reigns, you know, winning more important.
0: You're correct with that.
1: What are your thoughts about what I just said?
0: Aside from the fact that, again, I forgot to start the timer.
1: oh are you, uh,
0: It happens at least once every episode, people. Get used to it. Yeah? Um. Yeah, I think, like, obviously they keep it internally. But I, I'm worried that if they did that, like, it would be like AEW in a sense. What you mean? Like, it would be, like, displayed on the nameplate or something like that. Yeah, I mean, because maybe you
1: could, like, maybe do it different. Maybe just, like, you know, um, you know, um, maybe, like, if they're not a champion, maybe have it be, like, displayed, like, I don't know, every, you know, like, every other week you remind us, hey, this is this person's record.
0: Or maybe like show it in the power rankings or something.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of the power rankings, does that shit honestly even fucking matter? Uh,
0: probably not. And look, because guys, let's listen, we all know Romans at the top.
1: Yeah. Uh, because look, the, the reason I think why win loss records actually need to matter is because it makes every match seem important, and it. it makes actually, you know, me care about every single goddamn match, because otherwise if you just have a match on TV, why should I even care about, like, Dolph Ziggler versus J.D. McDonough in a no holds bar match if, if the wins or lost don't even matter? Fact. Or, like, Cody Rhodes, Versus, uh, let's say ready on returned. Cody, you know, it, it, let's say, you know, let's say it's Cody Rhodes versus uh, Walter or something. I, uh,
0: you mean Gunter? <laughs>
1: But, yeah, um, you know, it would actually make, like, you know, um, like, if you're doing, like, a number one contender match, it would actually make that shit important. Or if you're, like, um, like, if you're ending somebody, you know's undefeated streak, who's been undefeated for, like, five, you know, who's won, like, every single match, it would make that shit actually important. That's just my thoughts.
0: What do you got? Yeah. For win-loss records, like, I feel like if WWE did keep track of them, it should be at at least, like, in a tournament or something. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Like a round-robin number one contender tournament. Hell, I'm
1: surprised they didn't do that shit for the World Heavyweight title. Instead of the weird shit that they did to actually crown the champion.
0: Yeah, let's not talk about that. Because I'm still find I still find it weird that the first round was triple threat.
1: Yeah. Anyway, but um, back on topic. Here's the the now now the okay. You know what? I'm gonna let you speak. What do you? Any more things you want to add to this, Matthew? <laughs>
0: uh, no. Nah, I think you hit the nail on the fucking head. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna add one more thing.
1: If you're doing like, okay, here's another thing. Here's another example. If you're doing a match on, you know, and don't just do the you know the win loss record for just the main for Raw and SmackDown. Actually, make it seem important for NXT as well. Yeah. Because and like another example is like let's say you're doing a match like let's say it's another example is JD McDonough versus Cody Rhodes. On a random episode of Raw for no reason. That actually would
0: be a pretty good match that I want to see in real life. (laughs)
1: Yeah, say but like if you're doing that if you're doing that sort of shit, it would actually make that match seem important. Give, and the point that I'm making here is that it would give the matches that you do on TV for no fucking reason at all, it would give them some actual story. Yep. That's the point. Because if you're doing like, like I just said, JD McDonough versus Cody Rhodes, it would actually, for no fucking reason, because like, uh, I need a random match. Uh, That's the match. It would give it a plot, a story. Because yeah, and you got WWE. Because look, you guys are all about the entertainment value. I don't see every single match being, you know, a story. Because sometimes, and I'm getting this off my chest here, but sometimes you just throw matches on TV for no fucking reason, or
0: your matches and add some in their place. Yeah. But I just thought of another way like a win-loss record could work. What? Like a best of seven series or something.
1: Yeah. Cause like, do bring back that more shit. Like, hell. How you... oh god. I actually wanna see this now, but it can't because they're two separate brands. But I wanna see a Walter, I wanna see a... I wanna see Walter versus Shay and honestly, Walter versus Sheamus in a best of seven series.
0: I mean, Fuck we it. could have Walter versus Drew McIntyre in a best of seven.
1: If, if like, like I said last week, if Drew McIntyre resigns,
0: yeah, yeah, but, but we'll be right back with the third. We, we will definitely return to this. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yep, we'll be back with topic number three. And we are back with the third and final topic. Should WWE do better build-up for PLEs? And what... Yes.
1: And what, and what we're talking about is if you have, like, three fucking weeks to to fill out, whether it be an NXT pay-per-view or a main roster pay-per-view, and you got, like, three weeks after another pay-per-view, just... And you have, like, one match already booked? Build... You should just, like,
0: put that shit in the rear view me and just move on. What are uh, your thoughts? No, they shouldn't, because then they wouldn't be building up that match. Okay. All right. Okay, you know, if you got... Okay,
1: let me rephrase this. If you got a match, you know, that actually has some score and you're continuing a rivalry, fine, do that. But any other matches... Add some shit. Just don't like because don't you know let me like turn into a pay-per-view and there'd be like only one match have to build up.
0: Yeah. What are your thoughts? I agree with you on that, and like I I know like normally this subject would be the a prediction battle, and it's good that we're talking about this because this episode, for people that don't know, normally, our second topic would have been the Knife of Champions prediction battle. But
1: there's not and, that
0: many matches! And the th- and this topic that we're talking about right now would be the NXT Battleground prediction battle.
1: But there's not that many matches!
0: And you see, yeah. <laughs> And admittedly, we're recording this in advance. Obviously, that's why. But like, and while we're on the subject of now champions, why the fuck isn't Roman defending his title? Because
1: I guess, cause well, I guess, cause it more of plays into the uh, him not trusting the Usos more.
0: Yeah, and yet he's teaming. With the Usos' biological younger brother.
1: I don't know. It's WWE logic. They don't really have. I mean, because
0: maybe yeah, WWE
1: has logic <laughs> sometimes. Rarely, but yeah. The point that we're making here is like, okay, Matthew, name a random match. Just, just, just name one right now, off the cuff. <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm going to take one of the current rivalries. Tony Rose versus Brock Lesnar.
1: Okay, if you got that shit, that shit actually has to build up. Actually has a plot. And a story. I think. I'm not really sure what the fuck it's is
0: going on. It's probably just a John Cena 2012 story.
1: Yeah. But uh, if she got... A, okay, here, here's another match. Let's say, you know you got Mustafa, you know, like the Mustafa ali Gunther match. That match only has like two weeks to build up. How are you going to build up a match in only two fucking weeks? Yeah. if like, if you're doing a match, like for example, let's say you are doing Roman Reigns versus Sheamus for the Undisputed Universal Championship, and you only got like two weeks, that wouldn't be a build up.
0: Yeah, and like literally, for people that don't know, the week that this episode comes out will be the fight would essentially be the semi finals of the NXT Women's Championship tournament. Yeah. Uh, and they're not going to have time to build up that match. No, because... because literally that Sunday would be NXT Battleground. Yeah, exactly.
1: Okay, because, and hey, look, the point that I'm making, another point is if, you, if you're if you doing, you know, if, like, if you got one pay per view, like, let's say, you know, you got Cyber Sunday, I'm, so, again, actually, this I want to talk about for a quick second. Why the fuck is the WWE bringing that shit back?
0: In the age of social media, it would work perfectly. Exactly. But
1: back, but, like, on topic here is that, like, if, like, let's say, let's you know, let us talk about that, actually. Let's say you got Cyber Sunday and you got, like, three weeks. Just, you know, give a small storyline, Hear the matches, and then, you know, don't even tell us the matches. Just book matches. Like, you know, I...
0: Well, okay, for Cyber Sunday, they would need to tell us the matches so we can vote on the stipulation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but do that,
1: like, if you got a match, and you got, like, okay, you know, like, um, let's say, you know, you got, uh, Gunther versus Sheamus, and you got, like, ooh, two weeks to build that up. That's not really a building up a match, like, if you got one pay-per-view, I know I'm repeating myself here, but the point I'm making is, folks, is that when you don't really have a lot of time to build up, like, if you do back-to-back pay-per-views and you don't really have a lot of time, it hurts the matches that you're trying to build up to immediately following one. Yeah. Like,
0: I know WWE is more of a story-based and entertainment company than it is wrestling these days. Yeah. But if those stories aren't compelling... Why the fuck have them at? Why the fuck would someone buy a Peacock membership to watch the premium live event?
1: Yeah, okay. Like, Here's another example. Let's say you got an... You know, uh, let's say you... I'm going to say the last two things on my mind here. But let's say you have a match. And let's say that match... Let's say you you had Cyber Sunday and your next pay-per-view is, I don't know, fucking SummerSlam. And you got like three and you got like three weeks to build up a card. Right? You would need for me to actually want to give a shit about the fucking card. Because most of the time, I'm going to be honest, most of the time... When there's like the random matches announced because I'm busy working, but there's like if I'm not if if you're a guy who's busy with work and shit and you got like three weeks and you want me to tune into that card, why should I tune into that card if the matches aren't really that if I'm not really invested if you're not giving me any reason to tune in? What's your last thoughts?
0: Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and like. If someone, like you said, if someone's busy working and you have a PLE coming up and the card is. Darker? With great matches, but shitty stories? Why the fuck should I tune in? Yeah. Again, nail on the head, my co host. Thank you. But with that, we unfortunately. I have time for this episode. We'll be back next week. You know the drill. Yeah, roll the outro or whatever. Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by The Unbreakable Spirit
1: and The Executioner.
0: Edited by The Unbreakable Spirit, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Dan Travis 21 and you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutioner21.
0: And you can follow the podcast at Ad odds Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussion, But until then, the executioner and the unbreakable spirit will still be at odds. Thank you. Losers.